Lotus FM News with Navita Gajraj. Five o'clock, good afternoon. The presidency has declined to react to reports that the Sudanese army reportedly held hundreds of South African peacekeepers hostage to guarantee the safe return of President Omar al-Bashir. The Sudanese army reportedly surrounded camps of South African peacekeepers in Darfur as the High Court in Pretoria ordered the arrest of al-Bashir on charges of a genocide. Only after al-Bashir safely touched down in Khartoum last night were Sudanese troops withdrawn. President Jacob Zuma is the commander-in-chief of the Defence Force. Now, his spokesperson, Harold Maloka, has referred all questions to the South African National Defence Force, which has not responded. Military expert Helmut Romer-Hetman says if the reports are true, South Africa will have no other option but to withdraw its troops from Darfur. Meanwhile, African Union Chairperson Robert Mugabe has harshly criticized the International Criminal Court after al-Bashir dodged an international arrest order while in South Africa. He said at the close of the African Union summit in Santon, the ICC was not wanted in Africa. Mugabe earlier said there was nothing the AU could do, however, as individual countries in Africa, like South Africa, had signed up to the ICC. The director of NGO Section 27, Mark Hayward, says the private sector is a big part of the corruption problem. Hayward was speaking at the announcement of an anti-corruption march to the union buildings and parliament in August. Organizations, including NUMSA, OUTA and Section 27, made the announcement in Johannesburg today. Hayward says everyone has a responsibility to make corruption untenable. Business must stand up and be counted as to whether it is clean or whether it is dirty. And we want to see business as partners on this march, visible on this march, because large parts of business are keeping conveniently silent on the social problems, including corruption, that rack our society. Business is a big part of the problem of corruption, and it must be party to cleaning its own house up. In other news now, the reintegration process has resulted in a rift between remaining foreign nationals at the Chatsworth refugee camp south of Durban. They are divided over whether conditions are conducive for them to return to their communities. A group of about 40 people left the camp yesterday, claiming they were forced to do so. Christine Nyembo, who was part of the group, says they'd rather sleep on the streets than being reintegrated. Some parties in the camp, the people who want reintegration and the people who don't want reintegration. So the people who want reintegration was challenge the people who don't want reintegration. They want just to, to go out of the country. After that, it starts uh, telling people, no, 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 these people, they have to go. We don't want people who... Oh, this and that, check uh, uh, passers, this and that. They will start talking nonsense. After that, they allow those people to fight with us. Understand? Making noise, they take some weapon to fight us. was a big, big, big trouble. So we ran away from the police. We opened the case. So how come we can allow people go to kill each other there? Say, yes, if you don't want to go back, means you guys have to leave here.
Now, wrapping up the communications, the ministry has expressed the hope that South Africans will still be able to watch television despite the government missing the deadline to migrate from analog to digital broadcasting by tomorrow. Minister Faith Mutambi is confident that viewers will not face broadcasting disruptions. The International Telecommunications Union ceases to protect analog users from signal interference from tomorrow. South Africa agreed in 2006 to switch from analog to digital television. It has still not, however, begun distributing set-top boxes required to decode the digital signals to about 15 million households. And that's news at 5. A top story this hour. The presidency has declined to react to reports that the Sudanese army reportedly held hundreds of South African peacekeepers hostage to guarantee the safe return of President Omar al-Bashir. For Lotus FM News, I'm Navita Gajraj. I'll be back in an hour.